guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, and today we're going to be getting into some prepositional phrases. Guys, this is going to be a short podcast, so do not worry. But what you're going to do, again, on my blog, make sure you tune into that, and you're going to be matching each word or phrase to the prepositions, which I'm going to say out loud, okay? And know that there could be more than one answer. So let's go through the 12 words first, okay? Not the prepositions, but the words. So we have concentrate, space. Satisfied, space. Abstain, space. Space, theory. Intention, which is number five, space. Number six, anxious, space. Number seven, object, or is object, or no, 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 verb form, object. Object, space. Okay, number eight, sensitive, space. Number nine, praise somebody, space. Number 10, comparison, space. 11, attitude, space. 12, uh, I said 12, 12, suspicious, space. All right, and then after you figure those out, you're going to put the prepositional phrases that I just said that you would match with the prepositions in the correct column. So we have verbs and prepositions, adjectives and prepositions, and nouns and prepositions. Okay, each of these are different. Like object, okay? Object is obviously a verb. So not object is a noun, but object, stressing the second syllable, is a verb. So the prepositions are about, between, for, from, in, of, on, towards or to, and with, all right? And then, of course, if you guys are interested on my blog, you guys could do the additional exercise, which there are some sentences that you have to complete with some of the prepositional phrases. So what we have, concentrate. Now that's kind of easy, right? How you would fill in that space with the prepositions I've just given you, well, it would just be concentrate on. So if you give an example of concentrate on, what could it be? Oh, I'm trying to concentrate on my project or I'm trying to concentrate on my work, but I can't because I continue being distracted by dot, 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 dot. Okay, the next one, satisfied. So satisfied with, that means you're satisfied with something. Now, I am very satisfied with the customer service of, uh, what is it, Singapore Airlines, uh, both at Bangkok, inter uh, what is it, Suwanapum International, and especially Singapore, okay? Now, I remember flying out of Singapore the last time I was there last April, scoot, and I was unbelievably satisfied with the amazing customer service, okay? Now, I wasn't very satisfied with the customer service at Cathay Pacific at the check-in counter at uh, the international airport in Hong Kong, okay? They don't say anything. They don't say hello. They're, they're kind of, they're very similar to Thai Airways, okay? Thai Airways is a debacle on a scale you have no, it's, it's, it just runs rampant with corruption. It's very, very sad. But it, it's not only that, the employees, I guess, their number one oath is to not give customer service. So you always know that, you know, Singapore, okay, number one, customer service, serve the customer. Well, with Thai Airways, it's like, don't serve the customer. That's number one. <laughs> that is number one, okay? Um, 
And I think the worst airline that constantly delays, yes, Air Asia is terrible. Well, I mean, you can't really beat Vietjet Air. It's absolutely atrocious. Just horrible. I have to say that's the worst airline I've ever taken. Um, then I would go with Malaysia Airlines. Uh, delay after delay after delay. Terrible. And then I would go with Air Asia. Air Asia is hit or miss. It could be good, or it might seem like you're sitting in one of those Formula One racing cars because they put cardboard box seats in there. But again, given the fact that the tourist industry and the traveling industry has completely fallen flat, it looks like uh, the airline industries won't be back for a couple more years or so. I mean, they might fly just a little bit, but you know, the exorbitant pricing and the, the lack of, of economy around the world is probably not going to encourage people to travel at this moment. So satisfied with, okay, in theory, object to, anxious, uh, suspicious of, there we go. So this is, again, one of those examples that I have to give. You know, I believe that, you know, being out there in America and in Las Vegas, um, you know, when I would drive cars and whatnot uh, or drive my mother's car, you know, police, they would hurry up and get behind to hurry up and run the license plate to see because they are suspicious of me. They're suspicious of me. Now, you guys could say, oh, they do that to everyone. No, no, they don't. Okay. If you are African-American, I remember that both my, uh, my friend Andre and I, who I brought onto the podcast, we were both wearing scrubs. He was dropping me off at the College of Southern Nevada in West Las Vegas. And I remember I told him, I said, Andre, don't get near that police car. He's going to look at us. And if he sees a black and, so and a somewhat looking, you know, Mexican-American, although Andre's Puerto Rican, he is going to, it's going to be a big problem. So next thing you know, he ended up getting close to the police car. The police car slowed down and went right behind us and, of course, pulled us over. And guess what? This was an African-American cop. Now, based on the horrible system out there in America, they don't really, like, put things into the system. If there's a ticket, they say, oh, you know, you have an outstanding ticket. He's like, no, I paid that. Oh, but we don't have it in our system. What? How come you don't give me a receipt there? Oh, we don't give receipts. Like, it's a very broken law out there in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, and I'm, uh, luckily I went, uh, you know, I was able to go because obviously running my ID, I was like, dude, guys, hurry up. I'm going to be late for class. You're wasting my damn time. And the police officers, they're just, you know, they're, they're not bad. And again, they, one was a Mexican. Okay. Or some type of Latino American. And the other one was African American. But again, they were suspicious of us. And you know, he ran my ID. Okay. No problem. But my friend, no, they took him to jail. I said, what? For what? say oh well he didn't pay this or he has a warrant no he doesn't so again they did not put that into the system that he had paid for it so very unfortunate circumstances but welcome to good old uh las vegas you know this has that story had nothing to do with color uh but you know that's what really scares me so when i'm living out here in thailand i know when police look at me they're cool i could walk by police you know, some police are cool. Some police are nice. I mean, the only time I was stopped was about six years ago. And I think these were fake immigration uh, officers because they didn't have the real vest and stuff on. But they asked me for my passport and they have no right to ask me for my passport unless I had done something wrong. Uh, and then they asked me if I had drugs. And I'm like, dude, you guys are acting very American right now. 
And they and I was going to check into my hotel. I was going to check in a hotel. How do you have immigration officers outside of your hotel? But um, nonetheless, I remember walking into the lobby and I'm like, I'm leaving. This place doesn't even deserve my money. And, you know, that's when a lot of that victim talk had came. That was 2014, October, one of the most difficult months of my life. So again, when people are suspicious of me like that, I now have my inner child, which is, you know, was always battered, battered, meaning destroyed, completely beaten to nothing, beaten to the pulp is the idiom, meaning just destroyed mentally. And because of things like that, you could only imagine, especially if it had happened to you uh, at a very young age. But then I rebuilt that inner child back up, built it up, built it, built it, built it. And now, hey, it feels like I got myself back. I feel very, I feel amazingly well because now when those types of situations arise and it only arises with government workers, immigration, stuff like that, um, I jump all over them very quickly. I said, don't you dare disrespect me. Hurry up and do it and let me get out of here. And so I, again, it's not the way I approach everyone because again, flying into Dalat, Vietnam, those immigration officers were all smiles. Flying into Maldives, they questioned me and interrogated me like I was, I was on the most wanted list. Into the Maldives! The dude was blacker than me. Uh, Hong Kong, uh, they, they automatically assume that all black people have like drugs. It's crazy. Uh, Malaysia, they're cool. Those are my bros. They're like, hey, what's up, man? How long are you here for? I'm like, four days, man. I'm here for this Spartan competition. Oh, man. Spartan, man. Good luck, man. Hey, have a good one. Singapore, same. Love them. Um, Lao, no, they're not very nice in Lao. Lao's the country just north of Thailand. They're not very nice. Uh, Indonesia, <laughs> they ruthless. <laughs> ah, hey, I got some of Indonesians, so let me tell you, they did these Chinese people horribly bad. It was so bad. Um, he was just so angry, like the immigration officer. And then he told the, these two Chinese people that like they were, they were kids, they were like at, at 20 backpackers they were like he was like stand here stand here dude was so mad that he took my passport and all my little passport pictures were flying all over the place i was like bro you're gonna pick that up you know what i mean you're gonna pick it up um <laughs> of course he didn't pick it up um but yeah i walked over to uh the, they weren't suspicious of me i got stories guys i have lots of stories um but I told, I went up to the guys that, you know, they, they normally like to check all black folks out there in Indonesia to see if we got drugs. So I went to them, I said, hey man, you're gonna check my luggage? And they just stared at me. And then I just walked off. I was like, oh, okay, cool guys, thanks. <laughs> hey, Australia is hit and miss too. Sometimes they're cool, sometimes they're not. Hawaii was the best. You know what, to be honest with you, the best immigration officers that weren't suspicious of my, of my actions whatsoever was Hawaii. Because Hawaii, Hawaiians, dude, they're, they're not even part of America. I'm just going to call it like that. They're their own island. They're like the island of Samoa because those people are just wonderful. And he's like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, hey, well, wow, you've been gone for a while. I'm like, yeah, I was working in Australia. He's like, welcome back home, man. I was like, oh, man, he said welcome back home. Hey, boy, big shout out to my big old Hawaiians. Of course, you know, they're descendants of Polynesian culture, too. Just love those people, man. Um, and to be honest with you, I really hate to say this, but Thailand, uh, the South, the Sadao, the border of Thailand. I remember I came in when I used to do those visa runs like seven years ago. And I went up to the guy. He's like, hey, what's up, man? And I was like, oh, shit. 
I think he said I look like Eddie Murphy. That was one of the coolest guys I ever met. Oh, man. So anyways, the younger generation Thai men in this country work for immigration. They're no problem. But women are always suspicious of colored individuals. I guess this just happens all across Asia. I remember when I cleared immigration in Japan about eight years ago, just to walk around for seven hours. He didn't speak any English, but he was showing me these pictures like of child porn. I'm like, oh, hell no, I, I don't got that. But he's like, uh-huh, I, I, and he was just all smiles. Just such a, just such a wonderful guy, you know? So uh, Korea, I'm scared. You know, they'd be robots. I love y'all, I love y'all Koreans, you know, out there in Busan. I know y'all listen to me in other places. Boy, I remember I went to that airport and this lady was like a robot. She didn't say one word. Boy, it was so uneasy. Oh, Lord. Anyways, um, New Zealand, some of the best people. Uh, I would have to say New Zealand, Canadians, Scottish, Irish, and the Welsh. They are just phenomenal. I don't know why. you did, I don't know. That, that's what I've come across. Um, Los Angeles, no, terrible. I went back to L.A. three years ago, and my own brother, that's right, an African-American, he was over here talking to these girls like, oh, you know Serenus Williams? Oh, these immigration officers, right? So the African-American, he's over here talking it up. I'm like, oh, man, this guy's so cool. I went there. He gave me the dirtiest look. Where you from? What are you doing? What do you do out there? Welcome back. I said, oh, out of all people, the brother hates me. Thank you very much. And then I gave my ticket because you have to give your ticket away. And this random guy, white guy, blonde hair, blue eyes. He's like, hey, man, you got a dog? He was an immigration officer. And I had to give my ticket to him so he could just stamp it out. I was like, oh, no, I can't have a dog in Thailand. He's like, you know what? That's a shame, man. You should get a dog. So random. So random. But more welcoming than the black dude. I'm like, yeah, man. So, guys, those are my, <laughs> my airport stories. Oh my God, man. Those are good times. Taiwan, no problem. Didn't clear immigration, but man, guys, I've been to a lot of places, man. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all the different things that I've encountered along the way. Um, but again, some people are suspicious. Sometimes they're not. It's none of my business. It just shows what their upbringing is. That's what it is, right? So again, ah. <sighs> And saying that, guys, that is my story. I didn't know that this podcast would be this long, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Stay tuned for more, man. We're going to be coming up with another reading. Uh, this is Ella. You know, I was, I was, I meant to do this big reading, right? And I was going to have four different nationalities, one from Malaysia, one from Mongolia, another one from Afghanistan, and one from Canada. So I got the only girl from Canada who's going to be featured in just one of the paragraphs, but the other three never came through. I'm like... Thanks, guys. Yep, thanks a lot. Just one simple thing, but it's all good. It's all good. Don't need your help. Oh, my God. So, anyways, this is why I want to give you guys more accents and stuff so you guys can be introduced to these things. But uh, I guess we'll, uh, we'll get into that when the whole business aspect of the Business English Podcast comes up real soon. So, in saying that, guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another ESL Podcast. And stay tuned for more. I'm your host, as always. Over and out.